It's the True Achievements podcast on tour. We're in, yes, exactly. We're in Cologne, Germany, for Gamescom 2014, and uh, we've been here two days. I am here. I am your host, temporary host for this podcast, uh, Rich, aka True Achievement, and I am here with Bean Potter, admin of TrueAchievements.com, uh, real name Dean. Hello. There he is, and um, yeah, we've been here two days. We arrived early yesterday morning, and. Um, we went to the Microsoft press conference, was the first thing we did, uh, which was fun. It was the first time I'd been to a keynote conference like that before. Um, there was probably 500 people there, maybe a bit less than that. Um, it was rammed, um, and we were quite impressed with what we saw. Uh, you guys have probably seen it as well, and you'll have had your own impressions. Um, there was quite a lot of focus on big AAA titles and three idea Xbox games, um, stuff that excited me the most personally was Forza Horizons 2. The social side of that looked interesting. Uh, I thought the Call of Duty cutscene stuff looked good, but of course it's not um, in-game footage. It was just cutscenes, but the rest of the game looked pretty smart. Um, they played a level, didn't they? They, they the did. The collapsing bridge. And... Yeah, the collapsing bridge. That was impressive. Graphically very impressive, I thought. Um, anything else that we took away from... The keynote yesterday. Um, all the ID games are my favourite. Yeah, just, they just look fantastic. So much effort goes into them; they just look brilliant. They did look impressive. Um, and we got to play some of them today. We did get to play some of them today. We'll come on to that in a minute. Um, but of course, the big news uh, from yesterday wasn't even in the keynote, and that is the news of the fantastic uh, True Achievements app, which is coming to Xbox One hopefully in September. Um, the new stories up on the site and I've seen I managed to have a look at some of the responses today and they've been pretty amazing um, 650 odd responses already and um, the thread's not even been up 24 hours now um, so yeah it's pretty cool I guess you probably want to know a bit about the app um, we've been working on it I've personally been working on it for about 5 months maybe 4 months now um, and then as you may or may not know I did post a news story on this but we've moved recently got an office for True Achievements, um, and I have an employee as well. So the two of us have been working on it, plus some, um, a couple of guys on the site that have helped out loads as well. So it's been a bit of a team effort in the last month to get it finished. It is pretty much completely finished now. There's a couple more uh, tweaks to do, a bit of testing to do, and we need to get the achievements in there, which is pretty exciting as well. Um, but yeah, we're hoping for a September release, and... Um, I, we're hoping to make it um, like a long-term thing where we will add updates with additional functionality further down the line. Obviously, we had a limit to the amount of things that we could squeeze into version one, but um, it's pretty exciting for us. It's a, I think it's the first time a community site like ours has, has ever been on any console ever. So yeah, so look out for that um, sometime in September, hopefully, if all goes well. Right, uh, that's app covered. And we went out to celebrate last night, and then this morning we got up and we went over to Gamescom, to the Carl Mesa, and uh, it's Dean's first time at Gamescom, so uh, Dean, what did you think of the experience? Well, the scale is just like nothing I've ever been to, absolutely colossal, spread across, what, seven halls? Yeah. Um, all kind of 
distributed uh, PC stuff all in one massive hall, lots of PlayStation Nintendo stuff in another massive hall, yeah. tons of Xbox stuff in, a, in a, another colossal hall, which we traipse back and forwards through multiple times, and new stuff to see every time we go in a new hall. Yeah, but our feet huge. Our feet do hurt at this stage. We've been walking pretty much non-stop for about eight hours, if not longer. Um, so yeah, it's been um, it's been a long day, but we've managed to squeeze in an awful lot of games um, during that time. I think we've managed to rack up twenty different games, pretty much, which is um, good going for anyone. Uh, so the first thing we played was Forza Horizon Two. Uh, we're both big Forza fans, anyway. So it seemed like a natural place to head. Uh, first off, and the demo was a single level of the game. Uh, choice of three cars. I chose the Corvette, um, which proved to be a mistake. So the <laughs> level started off uh, dry, and uh, I think it was 12 uh, different vehicles involved in the race. At one point, we drove uh, directly through a field to checkpoints, which is unexpected. And um, I always use the in car view I hate driving outside the car it does my head in um, and I don't to be honest I, I'm amazed that anyone else can drive in that way it just looks so wrong to me but um, anyway but the problem was driving through the field um, when you're in the in-car view you literally can't see anything because all the um, crops in the field are, are taller than the car so uh, I was driving blind but I could just see the top of the checkpoint so that's where I was heading um, and that was all fine. I think I got into the lead at about 55% of the way through the race. Um, and then the rain came down, um, which made the track very, very slippery. And from that point on, I was skidding all over the shop. And every corner uh, that I took, I didn't come out of it very well or I smashed into a wall. And I ended up finishing fifth, I think, when I had the lead um, relatively comfortably at one point. So that was a bit annoying. Lambo was the way to go. Lambo was the way. Lambo was the way to go. That was crossed the right. field in first, and that was it. He stayed there all the way. Mm. But yeah, the the driving line assist was on. Yes. And it just suddenly veered off the road and went straight across. Yeah, that's the, right. That was why it was weird, it? wasn't it? I thought it was, it was just, an error. That, <laughs> that was very strange. That was indeed very strange. Um, but yeah, it was just a little point-to-point um, -point race uh, around yes. some mountains at the end. Like I say, it started to rain a bit. Obviously, just to show off, but it, it played quite well. But yeah, it played nicely. I thought, apart from I, 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 the handling difference, as soon as it got wet, was a real struggle for me. Um, and I don't know whether that's something that would be easy to get used to. But I guess you just ease off the gas a lot. Um, and, and and I don't remember any wet weather in the first or last. I don't remember any wet weather either. I think this is new. Um, and also, the other thing I thought was new was the rewind feature, but um, you think that um, they may well have been in the it previous. They may have been in the previous, but I didn't use it. No, I didn't use it generally. It's, I think I'm generally not a fan of rewind. I think racing games, you know, the whole point of a racing game is that you're trying to concentrate all the way around. I don't think you should suddenly be able to rewind time just because you balls up a corner. Mm, they might have put it in just to try and make it more user friendly. So if you're 99. Of the way through a race and you screw up. Yeah, I guess if there's like just a, rewind a fifteen bit. minute race and you make one error in the middle of it, then I guess that's fair. But it, it doesn't seem necessary for the vast majority of racing, in my eyes, anyway. Um, so yeah, Forza Horizon Two, more of the same, really. It didn't really give us much idea of how the the races start or how you know the world works or anything like that. But I'm hoping to get a dev session um, with 
uh, Dan Greenwald at some point over the next couple of days, so we should be able to find out a bit more about the game from him. And after we played Forza, we played Dead Island 2, uh, which I was a bit disappointed with. I had various uh, glitches during my game. Uh, at one point, I couldn't move in any direction apart from... or sorry, I couldn't move my head in any direction, so I could only stare at the floor, uh, which was a bit rubbish. Um, so the demo was around probably 10 minutes long, I think. Um, it was on um, like a, a single map with about 12 people playing, and uh, there were various different zombie classes. Um, so there were regular zombies that were quite slow and needed to kill. They took like two hits to kill. And then after about a couple of minutes, the little thing comes up that says new zombie type. Uh, and it was uh, these guys that exploded when you hit them. So there was a very s uh, small timer, like the last kill, the last hit, critical hit, I guess you'd call it. Um, you'd have to move away quick because they would explode and then take out any zombies in the surrounding area. Um, and then the next ones were like thugs who were really hardcore. And then just as the demo ended, it introduced runners. But I don't actually think I saw a runner. But obviously they're presumably considerably faster than the slow zombies. Yeah, I saw some quicker zombies, but I wouldn't call them runners. Oh, right. But I don't think the, the demo was particularly great. It didn't really do the game any favours. And uh, that was pretty limited, wasn't it, as to what there was to do. Yeah, it was generally slash zombies with your weapon and <laughs> wander around. But I imagine them... I don't know whether... I guess the multiplayer aspect isn't the main part of the game. Um, it's a story-led game, I presume, like the first one was. It certainly didn't show off anything wonderful. It didn't. It didn't make me want to leap out and buy it or pre-order it or anything like that. Um, so that was Dead Island 2. Uh, I'll just check my massive list. Of games to see what. Oh, next after that we I wandered over. Them. Yeah, we wandered over to the Microsoft area, and they had um, dedicated a, a reasonable size area to ID games, and they had maybe uh, I think sixteen different games, um, four rows of four Xboxes with, um, and several of them had the developers from um, for that game standing next to the console, so you could talk to them about the game. And in fact, one of the first games we played was called. Uh, Night Squad, and the developer was f from uh, from I don't know the company that, that developed it uh, was stood next to us, and it's an eight-player um, multiplayer game, uh, top-down view, gauntlet style. I would say, although you compared uh, yeah, it, yeah, I compared it to a really old game called Wizard of War. Wizard of War, but that was only two-player, and you got various other aliens. These, these were, I mean, you could play eight people at. Um, Concurrently, yeah. If um, he said you could have four coach and, yep, and four, four local and, and four online if you wanted, so I don't yeah. know whether there's any combination of those parameters. So you could You'd just expect have one so, against you? eight online, uh, seven online. I would expect so because otherwise you're going to be um, forking out an awful lot for four controllers. So basically, um, you just saw one screen, didn't you? Eight of you were all going for the central. Um, collection, yes. which was a, a cup, a yeah, trophy, like a trophy thing, yeah. and then you, once you picked it up, you were half speed, and you had to get back to your corner. Oh, no, yeah, one, everyone's one hit kill, fast and furious. Everyone's um, you get. I think you get a bonus if you you get points if you kill people, and you just just like a sword slash one one hit kill, as Dean says. And um, it's a very small map, so you're you're literally bumping into people constantly. Uh, but there's power ups scattered around, so you get like a longer sword. Um, 
I, got, <laughs> I think I got a laser at one point and a power up to walk straight through walls. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like a little, almost like a little maze type layout. There's like quite a lot of walls that get in the way. And the problem is, as you say, that when you pick up the cup from the centre and you have to take it back to your uh, corner, um, you move at half speed. So it's, everyone just comes straight after, after you. And as they kill you, you drop the cup and then they pick it up from wherever you dropped it. And it was a very fast and furious game, but it was, it was a real lot of fun. I really enjoyed playing it. And um, I think with eight, I mean, we only played it with three, but I think with eight, it would be, you know, even better. It was, it was good, and I will definitely look at that when it comes out. Um, I think it could be a good laugh. So that was the first uh, ID game we played. Um, I played something afterwards called Aztec, which was a black and white um, side on beat 'em up, um, using the traditional beat 'em up sort of hammering the buttons to do combos um, stuff. And the only un- the uh, it was quite a stylized game because it was black and white cartoony, but all the blood uh, when you um, kill people or, or hit people was bright, like really bright red. So that really stood out, especially when you're doing like execution moves. And it was basically sort of survive as long as you can um, on this screen with more and more enemies gradually getting thrown at you. You don't actually go anywhere; you're just sort of in the middle of the screen, and more and more more and more things come at you, and you just try and fend them all off as, as best you can. I quite enjoyed that as well, to be honest. Um, the games only lasted about two minutes long, maybe max. Um, but it was like a score challenge game, and I, I really enjoyed what I played of it. We played some other strange games, didn't we? There was a lot of slightly odd games in the, the IP um, section. Lovers in Outer Space thing. Yeah, was I was good. Lovers I in that. Space Time, I've put down. I don't think that was the actual title. It had a very strange title. No, I think that was the title, Lovers in Space Time. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, was that the one where you we were in this sort of... You were in a, cent- ship. In a circular ship, weren't you? Yeah. You, could, you could climb... Into it's different two, seats. 2D, wasn't it? And you could climb into different rooms in within your circle. Like into each quadrant, and each quadrant you could control a gun, or a shield, or a, a, an outside patrolling gun. Yes. And then the other person could go right into the centre room and actually and drive steer the ship. this circular ship yeah. to rescue bunnies and shoot big colourful ships that are coming at you from the outside, firing goo and yeah. It was weird. <laughs> I've never played a game like it. It's quite hard to describe. I'd suggest looking up a video on YouTube because um, trying to put it into words. It's, it's pretty difficult. It was featured in the keynote. And it was there featured was, in the keynote. There's so a quick, quick, quick picture of it. I didn't think it was brilliant, I have to say. I thought it was good fun. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was different. Yeah. We had to work together to do it. Um, I was doing the steering, and okay. that was quite tricky, because you, stu- you, st- you actually move a thruster around, so you're steering in the opposite direction as to where you want to move. Um, I'm not even sure you will realise that. I didn't get to drive, no. I was just watching you yeah. crash. Yeah, I was cra- which meant I crashed <laughs> quite a few times, actually. So, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, we played something called Slash Dash, where it was not like... Not know what we were doing on Again, that. we didn't know. What we, I won that comfortably, though. I just, just have to point that out now. Um, convincingly on that one. Yeah, oh, that was the one with like the cards that appeared, and then... Yeah, you just had to punch player. each Again, other and then the crown sc- appeared. Single screen, yeah. about five platforms, you could jump up and down, pick up power-ups, hit each other, parry your moves, mm-hmm. do a special long-range attack, but really didn't get the whole point of the game. No, I didn't it get the game. It didn't progress at all, did it? It didn't, I so agree. Didn't really get very far with that. Um, I played a game called Spectra, which you might... It stood out in the um, keynote like clips collection because it looked so different to all the other games. It's like a... 
how would you describe it? It's a space um, flying game where you have a little spaceship and you're on a, like a track. Um, it's quite stylized. It's like uh, it looks a bit like Tron, I guess you could say. Yeah, there's lots um, of see-through tracks. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, a bit like yeah. It was like Tron. I think that's probably the easiest way to describe it. Um, and you just basically try and stay on the track for as long as you can, picking up little points as you go. Um, I made it to about eighty percent of the way through the track, and that took quite a long time. But you couldn't shoot. There wasn't much to do apart from steer left and right. And then um, I found it a little bit tedious, if I'm honest. I also played something called Numa um, with the developer who was stood next to me uh, while I played it, which was a first-person 3D puzzler where you walk in, uh, you walk around different rooms, and you have to open doors by solving puzzles. Basically, I played it for quite a while. I probably played it for ten minutes. Um, it was the sort of tutorial levels. And uh, therefore, they weren't particularly taxing the puzzles. But um, I could see how it could turn into a really, really good game. It had an interesting mechanic where, um, if you looked at an eye and moved, so each each sort of room had an eye somewhere in the room, uh, one or more eyes. And if you looked directly into that eye and then moved, that would affect um, some something in that room. So it might move a door you moved in one direction while looking at the eye so there are various puzzles where you, the door would only open if you move left while staring at the eye and then as you moved away from the eye it would close again so you'd have to look away from the eye and then move it was quite weird um but the developer was a very nice guy and talked talks all about it there it's quite an early build um so it was a little bit glitchy but could be interesting could be interesting just going back to slash dash the game that we were talking about a minute ago was actually called over, oh, Overruled. Oh, was it? Yeah, and Slash Dash was uh, again <laughs> single screen, sort of top down capture the flag where we had to capture each other's flags and you kept turning me oh, into yeah. a log. I did turn you into a log. Every time you hit me and killed me, you turned me into a log, <laughs> which was unusual. Yeah, that was also weird. So the, we played so many of these uh, ID games that they all um, ran into one, really, and it's difficult to remember the titles of the specific ones. Now, I played the next one, which was No Time to Explain. Yes. And that looked like fun. That was a bit silly. And uh, it starts off, it's very cartoony, and you're in your house dancing, and then all of a sudden your future self bursts through the wall and says, I'm your future self, no time to explain, and he follow me and he runs off and you are suddenly you've got this huge laser gun and you run out the door and when you shoot the laser gun down at the floor it shoots oh, yourself you up in the that. air yeah, yeah. and so you've got to use your gun to blast yourself over various puzzles and you do the first level and it's really simple and then you do the same level again and it's got spikes in the way uh, yeah. and you do the uh, same level again and it's got more spikes and then you get a different gun and then all of a sudden a shark appears and it's eating yes. someone and I really didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and you're kind of puzzling your way through these levels using the gun to blast you in various directions. That, that could be fun. That could be fun, yeah. It did look fun when you were playing it. Um, there's a bit of a consistent theme on some of these games that we didn't really know what we were supposed to be doing. Um, but the sillier they were, the more we liked them. Yeah. Uh, I also played Threes, which is like a 4 by 4 grid where cards appear and you have to pair up um, numbers together uh, to form 
higher numbers by moving the grid around. Difficult to explain, but it could be quite interesting. I think I quite enjoyed the few minutes I played of it. Um, we did play a couple of others, but I'm not sure any of them really stuck massively in my mind. Um, any for you? I don't mm, remember what. No. No, you played after that. We we wandered off and we found an 18 area um, where they had a new Tomb Raider isometric top-down one. I don't think that's the new Tomb Raider that's coming out. I'm pretty sure it was more star the style of Guardian of the Light. Guardian of Light, yeah. Oh, there goes my phone. Apologies for the <laughs> apologies for that noise. Um, but you played Alien Isolation in there briefly. Very briefly, yeah. That was quite difficult. Um, you just start in a very dark room, very alien-esque, and you picked up various, various right. items around the room. I found a flamethrower, which um, was about <laughs> as much use as a fart, because um, <laughs> it just blew out almost instantly. There was yeah. actually no fuel with it whatsoever. Um, I did hide in a lock at one point while an alien ran past and bravely um, watched that go by. And then I came out and um, it ate my face. Yeah. We didn't play enough of it to form a massive opinion about it. It looked like it could be quite scary. What was that? Because you had the, the cans on. Was it scary audio? It was very dark. Yeah, and atmospheric. It, you know, there's colossal aliens coming at you, so yeah, scary. Yeah, it looked pretty terrifying, uh, even from behind. Um, I also had a go on NBA 2K15. Uh, I don't have any skills in basketball games, but I actually managed to score quite a lot of points in it. Uh, and it looks... Uh, the NBA games always look absolutely fantastic. Um, probably the best presented sports games there are. Really, really impressive. So if you're a basketball fan, I'm sure you'll you'll love NBA 2K15. Talking of sports games, we then had a game of FIFA. Now, I naturally assumed, being a bit of a football fan and a man, and from being from the UK, that uh, Bean would have been proficient at FIFA. I was proficient, but I... Elected to, you know, let, oh, let you yeah. win. That's very, very um, proud of you. It was a comfortable 2 0 victory. Uh, you had a man sent off. I don't actually think you managed a, sh- a shot on target. Um, as for the game, they seem to have added one notable thing, which was uh, when sometimes when the ball went out for a throw in, it bounced back, and then a guy went to take a throw in with a new ball. And if the bounced ball was back on the pitch, everyone had to sort of wait while someone ran over and kicked off the second ball. Uh, which, while Accurate is not a feature that I would ever have added to the games. It just annoys you because you have to wait. Added for no realism. Reason. That's what it's all about. So that wasn't brilliant. Which is why I think I was playing Chelsea and all I did was kick you to the floor. Yes, that was quite realistic. And too. John Terry got sent off. He did get sent off. Yes, <laughs> more realism. In fact, maybe we were just watching a real game. Perhaps that's what it was. Um, but it was more FIFA, really. I'll probably get it as I do every year, but I. I there's no reason to, really. It's the same game as before. And then we played some Battlefield. Hard, hard lines? Hard line? Battlefield Hardline. That's mm. what it's called. Uh, which was multiplayer cop, loads and loads of people in a room. I don't know how many were on each team. Probably eight on each team. Something like that. Um, it was hard to tell. It was hard to tell. And I was terrified when we walked in because it was all I could see was keyboards and mice everywhere. And lots of German people that look very comfortable using them. Um, but fortunately, when we actually got to the pods, they had the option of a controller as well. So I used my Xbox controller rather than the keyboard and mouse. But it does put you at a clear disadvantage 
um, because the recoil is such that it's very hard to fire more than get one shot on target but then your gun sort of starts going all over the place uh, and obviously it takes multiple shots to kill people so all those people with the mass were just like homing in on me and I didn't have a very good um, kill to death ratio on that game at all in fact most of the time I didn't really know what we were supposed to be doing I think we were supposed to be stealing some cars or something mm, yeah I didn't have a very good experience with it but then that's because I was terrible at it yeah I was terrible at it too I, I, I did use the mouse it. and keyboard but I might as well put the mouse in my mouse and operate <laughs> the keyboard with my buttocks for the, the, the good I was <laughs> love to see that um so we can't really recommend that. It, it's weird because it just felt like a normal Battlefield game. I sort of went into it quite excited, thinking that it, this whole Cops and Robbers thing was going to make a massive difference. But I don't know whether it was the level they chose for the demo, but it didn't show off. I th- you know, I saw the E3 presentation where they were they were doing heists. They had to sort of blow money out of a van and then get off with it. And there were like choppers. and it was It looked really cool, but the level we played was pretty dull. It was on an old school outdoor normal battlefield field setting um, and you just had to steal some cars but I didn't even really ever find a car that I was supposed to steal I don't know how long we played for maybe 15 minutes but I think it said you could control the cars but I'm not sure if that was actually the idea of the the game at the t- or the demo I think it was just a death match basically yeah, it did feel like a de- death match I don't think our team won anyway um, as a contrast to that we also played Call of Duty uh, in a massive area with upwards, uh, well over 100 Xboxes there. Um, and I really enjoyed that. We played two different game modes. first one was Team Deathmatch. Uh, felt really comfortable with the weapons. Again, I wasn't brilliant. I think I, I, I died six times and got two kills in the first round, which wasn't great. But I enjoyed it so much more than Battlefield because it's a small map and you knew what you were doing. It was good fun. It was really good fun. Yeah, graphically yeah. nice wasn't it the superpower boosts as well didn't you? yeah double That's jumping human, which yeah. was interesting so you sort of the second jump was like a turbo jump so it gave it a bit more verticality than normal mm. and it felt a bit more like Titanfall in that in that regard uh, and I had like the did you throw one of the grenades they were like pretty cool they sort of zoomed off and exploded no. in, in the sort of Didn't find they the were powered anything. grenades um and, and so then the second one was... Uh, it's kind of like capture drone the flag, wasn't thing. it? it was yeah, you to get flag, a drone really, thing and then take it to your base or something. Take it to the uplink, uplink point. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really know what was going on with the drone thing. As soon as you picked up the drone, you were like descended on by about 30 enemies and just got instantly killed. Uh, or at least I did. I didn't manage to deliver the drone at any point. In fact, your team won that. Yeah, we did, we did deliver it two or three times. Yeah, so. uh, were you involved in that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. I was a key player. Oh, I bet you were. You were carrying that drone. Absol- absolutely. Okay, after Call of Duty, we then went and saw something that I didn't even know existed, which was the Borderlands prequel. I'd not heard of it before now. You're a Borderlands fan, did you? Absolutely, I dragged you through to that one. Yeah, um, but had you heard of the game before? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, there's okay. been quite a few uh, new stories on TA about it. Oh, right, okay, I should probably check that site occasionally. Mm, that's where I go for all my news. <laughs> oh, okay, good. good. I, I hear it's very good. <laughs> Absolutely, that's why I knew about it, and obviously you didn't. I've <laughs> been writing an app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that was more Borderlands, wasn't it? We, it we got was, quite yeah. a long go of it, actually. It was probably... Yeah, you were kind of in the middle of the game, just um, playing the game. Um, it seemed to all be you and Claptrap. Oh, I had a human player with me. I Did didn't you? have any claptrap. Perhaps you were claptrap then. No, no, I was a, le- I was a girl because I chose my power up okay. at the beginning. Ah, yes. So we were about level 40. 
and uh, you had loads of skill points to spend yes, for the demo to, um, to build up your perks, etc. And uh, it was very Borderlandsy, really. Very Borderlandsy, yeah. It felt very similar to me. It looked very nice, uh, although mine was slightly jerky on the, as I was moving up and down ramps. I noticed walking around. I don't know whether that's because it's an early build. Um, but it wasn't uh, smooth as I thought it would be. But I quite enjoyed it. I uh, had a good gun, which makes all the difference in Borderlands. Once you've got a weapon you're happy with, um, I think it plays a whole lot better. And I didn't actually swap weapon throughout the whole time because I knew that if I did, and I didn't like the new one, then I'd be absolutely gutted because I was really enjoying it. Uh, it was quite hard. I, I found myself... I think I got killed a couple of times, but the thing that I'd forgotten about Borderlands which I do really enjoy is the second chance thing second wind yeah yep. so if you manage to get killed before you bleed out then it then you pop back up again which yep. is really cool and I did manage to do that uh, which is quite satisfying something new that uh, popped up was with when I was with Claptrap and I had second wind he revived me oh and he brought me back to life okay that's cool so yeah. was that a human tra Claptrap playing that or was it well it said player one above the Claptrap so I'm not 100% sure. They, they didn't seem to be moving as if that was a, another human. So. Oh, right, okay. I was playing with the guy next to me, I think, and he was pretty good, so we did okay. There was one point in the map where I wasn't sure where I was supposed to be going. That was the only downside. That's yeah, quite often like that. Is it? And you, you know, and there's a, there'll be a boost plate, and you'll shoot up in the air. Oh, yes. At a much higher or a level elsewhere in the map and carry on. Okay. And then we managed about... But anyway, what was your final thoughts on, on the prequel? Is it something you'll, you'll pick up? Oh, I'll definitely pick it up. Yeah, yeah okay. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and then the final thing we played for about a few minutes was uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 15, which um, was all right. <laughs> uh, I think I remember I did thrash you that time, didn't I? No, I think I was winning one nil when we decided to go. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I put the controller down because that was more use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should have got your buttocks out again. Uh, so that's our impressions of day one of Gamescom. Uh, we've covered a whole ton of games, and a lot of them were idea Xbox ones. So um, we didn't play them for. Then you know they're not massive games; they're, they're quick experiences. Um, but we played a lot of AAA titles as well, and we've had a very good day. It's been a long day, and we're now off to go and have a bit of a party. So uh, we will try and do some developer sessions over the coming days. We've got, I think, we've got eight booked in, and we may squeeze in some more. So. If we do that and um, they're worth talking about, we might do another podcast on Friday, probably. In the meantime, uh, we'll say uh, Guten Abend, which is German for good evening, <laughs> and uh, Auf Wiedersehen, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.